Let's talk sports and welcome to the grind. And good Monday to you, and welcome inside the Property Squad Studios at WKVL and Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Booner as we grind it out here on a Monday edition of The Grind. It's, it's one of those deals, Boone. Uh, the weekends go a lot quicker than the than the weekdays. I'll tell you that. With this, uh, you know, this, this situation, this safer-at-home situation, uh, the weekdays, uh, they, don't, they still don't go as fast. I, I still don't think I see them moving really quick. And maybe it's the early start, but, uh, you, you know, Boone, as we uh, as the weekend comes, it, it, still, uh, it still speedily moves along. I'm like Bill Murray. I mean, if the day ends in a why, I don't even know what day of the week it is. Sad, isn't it? A little bit. I mean, a little bit. <laughs> uh, I, know, I know what today is because I actually go into work uh, – Actually, get to work today and uh, tomorrow. That'll be cool. That's where it's at. That's where it's at. And I, I think you know, it's it's funny how people have uh, have almost wanted to to get back a little bit. You, you know what I'm saying? Like they've uh, legitimately wanted to. You know, this is this has been fun, but I'm ready to get back to work. Have you have you uh, have you had that moment? Yeah, what it is, Wayne, is we've lost our balance. Balance is a big key in life and structure. One of those things that really makes us happy. And uh, I have a reason and purpose for getting up, you know, to go to work and get that done and make the money. Get them dollar bills. It's it's hanging out there. What can I say? <laughs> Boone, uh, you, you know, we talked a little bit over the weekend and, and you know, a little bit about what we were going to talk about today. And, you, you know, I, I think it's kind of our duty during this time you know, I've heard several people say this, so I'm not like this is an earth shattering discussion. But over this time of coronavirus, of COVID nineteen, however you want to say it, this pandemic, you know, sports has has came to a halt, but sports radio really hasn't, and and it's given us an opportunity one to be somewhat informative as much as I can be. You know, I'm not a doctor, I can't I can't do you know that level of talking, but uh, one thing I can do. Just keep it real, you know, talk a little bit, have a little bit of fun, talk a little things that we normally wouldn't because sports would be going on and uh, and have a little fun and, and kind of, I guess, give a break a breakaway uh, from what the normal is. And, and so with that, so, you know, COVID-19 has put us in our house for, for more than we've been in in a long time. I don't I don't know that we've we've consciously uh, just been uh, homebodies. Uh, my wife would say different. She's a homebody by nature, but um, there's not been a time to where I just I didn't have a Ross to go to. I didn't have a TJ Maxx to go to. I couldn't go to Dick's Sporting Goods, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and there's weird things that you do when that happens. Like you reorganize things that you just reorganized. You'll you'll redo things that you've just redone. Is there anything like and and sky's the limit as long as it's clean? Anything you've done over this COVID nineteen deal, Boone? That uh, that just is kind of like you look back and you go, I would have never done that otherwise. 
I will I will actually give you three things. Three. And then I'll let you pick one. Oh. I'm not gonna talk about three. You know me, I'm I'm not a long winded guy. Um I have bec I have become, Wayno, the unofficial, non designated Blunt County photographer is a I got some board B. I started my own 300 book library. C, one of my goals in life before I leave here is to to write a book. I mean, it may be a 10 page book. Mine, I feel like if I ever put a book out, it's going to be a coloring book. There you go. But I feel like that's a good one, right? I mean, it's it's good for all ages. I wrote uh, two or three page. Uh, It'll be just like I was uh, reading the other day. Do uh, you ever hear of Kaz Walker? Oh, yeah. There's a great Mass book. Mall. The greatest books I've ever read have been like a, a page, three quarters of a page, page and a quarter. Little synopsis, summaries, anecdotes. Yeah, I wrote my first entry to a book, hopefully down the road. So A was the photographer thing. B was the... Uh, I pulled the Ben Franklin and created the library, 300 different books, and uh, C was the first uh, beginning of a book. So I, so all those are very interesting to me. One, the The photographer thing's interesting because you know big man Jeff Weaver, you know my buddy Jeff that, yeah. that comes to the football game. He's you know he's an unsung photographer. Like you and him should get together because he's a. Oh, he was at the state championship. Well, he's game. not unsung though. He he's pretty sung. Like is he the guy I met at the state championship game? Oh, yeah. The yeah. one that, that it was freezing and he had short sleeves on? That's Jeff. That's Jeff. But, uh, y you know, it, it's one of those deals where Jeff's kind of the photographer, so we're going to roll with that. And, and then and then I know about the book. Like, I'm going to tell everybody, like, my, my, my title of this book because, like, I, I think we should go with it. It's your book. You do what you want. But – it's it's that battles of Boone because Boone has been through a little bit. Boone's uh Boone's Boone's had it had it uh he's had it rough and he's had it good uh at different times. So he's he's got a lot of stuff to talk about and a lot of stories to tell. But I'm gonna speak about this library because again, every good library has to have a name. So I need some I need some look at what the books are, what we're what we're looking at, and then we, we can name this. Cause I mean it could be, you know, the Boone Family Library. It could be the uh, the 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 Bobby Boone Library. I mean, there could be all kinds of things we could put on this. What do you got? Oh, he needs a drink. Look at that. I got to wake up after that. Nah, I uh, I'm always searching and out here, and I'm a loner when I'm out here searching in these wide open spaces spaces, and I generally find things that uh, are those song lyrics. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> I find things to uh, move me away from a total fool. Give me a little wisdom. Try to learn from uh, people that really, really learned a lot. And uh, spiritual growth books, um, sports, since I can't. I found a couple really nice sports. Um, mystery novels famous quotes just uh any anything that really uh scratches my itch i'm gonna 
Where did I'll give you an example here? I found this one. It's five thousand quotations for all occasions. Oh well, you'll. This is a good occasion. It is. Um, I hope you're in the comedy section there. I have learned. Here's a here's a quote. He's doing the little finger quotes right here. I have learned to seek my happiness by limiting my desires rather than in attempting to satisfy them. John Stuart Mill. Hmm. Well, if that, if that doesn't get you going, Boone, I don't, I don't know. That's deep, go. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like my socks are wet. Uh, go <laughs> Happiness lies, first of all, in health. Well, I mean, I feel like you feel you're you're a little happier when you're not sick. I'll, <laughs> I'll give him that. Uh, so, do you do you have them categorized? I guess is what I'm saying. Do you did you do the elementary school thing where like all these in this d- department is green stickers and all these are the blue stickers and no? I didn't go totally. Uh, I'm not going to say that word. I did I did categorize them and uh, I bought the banker vault box boxes from uh walmart does does your library smell like a library no See, that's that's a good got, thing gotta work on that there, i mean you gotta walk in and be like oh a lot of paper in here you mean the must <laughs> the musty smell well the papery smell yeah what else you got over there um now bear with me you're gonna love this one. <laughs> this, stay, it's a it's a stay at home order, Boone. All I can do is bear with you. This is called Trivia Fever, and I thought, oh man, I got to have this one. And you yeah. read these little trivia things, and it tells you if you're as smart as a fifth grader. Oh, so is this the Jeff Foxworthy version or not? Uh, it's below the, oh, the Jeff below. Foxworthy. All right, I'm gonna. Ha- we will both try this. I just flipped to a page. Are you ready? Sure. Um, I mean, this is cutting edge stuff, guys. Like, this is not pre-planned. Like, I'm about to show you how dumb I am. Science and technology question, geography, history, ooh, sports. Well. Films and entertainment, famous people, nature and animals. We need Jackson here. I know. My, my little boy be rocking this right here. And Where are we going to go with it? We're going sports? Keep Well, we have to answer one of each category. Oh. There's seven questions. If you and I together can get five, we're as smart as a fifth grader. Oh, yeah. Together? Sure. Now, remember, I go way back. Yeah. Uh, who holds the single-game scoring record in the NBA? Oh, Wilt Chamberlain. Are you sure? Yeah, that's my final answer. I believe you could probably tell me how many points he scored. He he uh, he, he crossed that triple-digit triple, triple digit number. He's at 100. All right, I'm going to – Will Chamberlain. Oh, there's one for one. Come on, Boone. Who was Jamestown named for? What guy named James? Hey, Boone, it's your, it's your turn. He's looking at me. I'm like, hey, we together. If you, were if you can add a title in front of that James. I mean, my answer is a teeny bit different than yours. <laughs> <laughs> Boone, Boone's whispers like, <laughs> hey, what kick, James? I was King gonna, James. I was like gonna, the Bible guy. That's what I was going to go with. Sure. Well, if we're we're the King James the first. Well, close see, enough. See that really that could have been wrong since we didn't put a number next to it. We're right because it's the first. I mean, sure. If you're the only, you're the first. Name the toy that you spin around your waist 
without holding. A hooly hoop. Final answer? Sure. Yeah, I don't have a friend to phone. You're right here. Oh, you missed it. You gave me the Cock County. It's hula hoop. You said hooly hoop. Hey, it's a. Hey, I put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. It's a, it's the same thing. No, I'm messing with you. you so made, it's three for three. This is awesome. We're allowed I mean, two we're, misses. We're right up there. Have you ever heard of a guy named Wimpy? This well, I mean, is Diary of a Wimpy Kid. I mean, <laughs> he's got those books. This is where I might help you, my friend. What could Wimpy never get enough of? Can I phone a friend? This have you ever heard of Popeye? Yeah. He he was uh, on the the Popeye cartoon. Oh, I don't. I only knew Popeye, Olive Oil, and the big dude, uh, Pluto, yeah. and Brutus. Brutus, yeah. See, he looked just like Pete off Goofy. I promise you remember, you remember that show. He Goofy? did. He looked just like him. Hey, I promise you, our listeners know this. All right, you ready? I get two misses. Though. He always wanted to borrow money to buy like a cheeseburger, and he said, "I will gladly repay you on Tuesday." It's like a cheese or cheeseburger or hamburger type mm. answer. All right, final answer is hamburgers. Woo. And ooh. So so we're I, I'm are, phone are we as a group four for four? Yeah. Okay. Fourth question. We got we got to hurry up. Through man. the nearest hour, how many hours separate low tide from high tide? In East Tennessee, not a lot. I don't <laughs> crimson tide. Oh. Now, I promise you this. When you see the answer, you're going to smack yourself in the head. We know it. We just have to have the courage to say it. It's not some. How many hours separate? You're laying, out, you're laying out at the beach or you're going fishing. Yeah. I don't do that a whole lot. Man. I'm going to have to guess on this one. I'm going to say it just seems like a, a day splitting kind of deal. Yeah, I'm going to say six. Um. I'm going to say like 10. Oh, it's six. Total total guess. Total guess. But hey, sometimes lucky's better than being good. We might ace this thing. What is the imaginary circle that is a equidistant from each pole? What? What is a what? What is the imaginary circle that is equa? That's a prefix that means equal. Equidistant from each pole. Oh, you got me on the, uh, tell me, Boone. I'm going to say it's the equator. Sure. Do you agree? It's the equator. Well, see, the, the, the questions, it doesn't like, like maybe we are to give the heading, like that it's a, you know, like, well, is that a geography question? In what, yes. See, that would have helped me a lot. We're still because, six for six. Yeah, but, but you know what I'm saying? Like, when you say that, like... You could, it could have been like an imaginary like circumference, like a ball or something like that. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, what circle are we talking about? So, anyway, give the heading next. All right, science and technology. It, dude, if we get this for seven for seven. Red blood cells are produced in what part of bones? Red blood cells are produced in what part of bones? Now, I'm a leukemia survivor. I might, so you, ha I might have your back. You might have my back. I'm... Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. That's that's probably a class I slipped through. My guess is like the bone marrow. Well, that's what I was thinking, but I, you know, I didn't want to sound like just completely marrow in the marrow. 
Seven for seven. We are fifth graders, brother. Man, we're about to we're about to graduate right on up to sixth grade. It's gonna happen. But Boone, Boone, that's like that's pretty cool. Three hundred books. That's a lot. Like I don't even know that I got enough room in my house to have six hundred books or three hundred books. Let alone be able to somewhat categorize them, put them in boxes, and actually have them accessible. So I, I and this book has three hundred pages with two of those quizzes on each page. That's some serious. I think we ought to do that like once a week. Oh, that's like we should just do that. Seven out of seven. I mean, we got to test our. We got to. What do you call it? We got to uh, defend our belt weekly. Hey, let's. We might just do that on. Let's Mondays. nail. Let's nail a ruley. What? We'll make a ruley. Tony Aruli take it. Well, I think nobody knows that he's coming. Oh, so that's one. That's another thing. Yeah, we got a good visitor coming Wednesday. We'll talk about it a little bit more uh, this afternoon or later in the show and tomorrow. But but Moon, that's pretty cool. Uh, my thing has been like carpentry, and I say that word really loosely. I have a book, The Basic Skills of Carpentry. I'm not surprised. Do you, do you need it? <laughs> I do not. Okay. I do not. I, I will say I'm I'm wanting to stay at that novice level. I'm totally cool with just being, you know, upstart. Uh, and, and it's because I'm so OCD that things just, they take a lot longer for me. <laughs> so you could look at that wall and tell me how far apart the studs are. I said it's carpent, loose carpentry. Okay. No, no, I'm more on the remodeling type carpentry or the improving of carpentry, not like the grassroots from the ground up carpentry. Like, I've not put a garage in or anything. I'm talking about, like, here's the things that I've done during this this whole pandemic. And, and if you're just joining us, we are completely spitballing this first this first segment here. We wanted to talk about things we're doing during this, this pandemic, during the stay-at-home, safer-at-home order that we just don't do. And Boone's kind of a reader, so I'm going to say there's an asterisk next to his library. I'm not sure that he wouldn't have accumulated that anyway, but he's he's done a lot more work on Would, it lately. Wouldn't have the time. Right, right, exactly. Frustrate so, me to death. So me, it's it's kind of, I don't want to know if, maybe carpentry's a bad, bad word, but I'm kind of like the, uh, if you watch any of those shows on HG, like the hometown and stuff, where, where there's something there original and you kind of just kind of church it up. You kind of improve it just a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. You make it look brand new. So so a couple things that I've done. And, and you know my, my level of like, uh, you know, I'm just like super, um, I'm just super um, OCD. And what I mean by that is, is I things have to go right or, or my situation is wrecked. I mean, it really is. And so I've taken old tables refinished them and then put clear coat and all this on there and then made a tabletop that has Tennessee ticket stubs in it, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, any other time it would have taken me weeks upon weeks to do this because it would have taken me that long to figure out what orientation I wanted to lay all the tickets out in. Hey, elaborate on ticket, ticket stubs, <laughs> ticket stubs, tickets. Chick- Paint a picture there to make me really be excited about it. That will forever be the way I call them. I'll tell you all about these chicken stubs. What's, what's on them? Just so, so they're Tennessee related. Uh, if anybody knows me, I have a my my little boys know it as the Tennessee room. Like it's our den, it's our family room, bonus room in our house. But it's the Tennessee room, and and what makes it the Tennessee room is stuff that's on the walls and on the tables. Well, previous. Like, it, it's everything. I mean, it, it's anything from Pat Summit confetti from the 2008 National Championship to Johnny Major's last coach's show on VHS 
to, you know, Peyton Manning's senior season ticket stubs, national championship, the whole nine. You got any autographs? A few. Leonard Little. Uh, Ooh. Uh, got some Philip Fulmer. Got some uh, Heath Schuler. Got some Jason Swain. Got a little there you go. Swainy helmet. Number one. Uh, but, uh, but so one thing that had kind of been lacking is, I mean, I've just got like Greg – you know, couches and stuff. I don't have, like, Tennessee furniture, per se. I do have a recliner, but it's in another room that I don't sit in because it's a, it's an older chair. But but anyway, one thing that was kind of sticking out after, you know, once you start getting everything kind of oranged out, you know, I mean, even my TV stand has orange pools on it. I mean, it's, it's, it's just everything has worked its way towards Tennessee. You needed some gray, didn't you? Well, I needed some tables that weren't metal and looked like flowers. I'll be honest with you, because what had happened was is let me let me kind of back up. What had happened was is is my my side tables at my at, in my Tennessee room or in my den. What I call it Tennessee room. So at, from here on, Tennessee room is den. But anyway, um, they were like they were our old living room side tables at a previous stop, and and it was just they were needed. I needed side tables. It worked. They're they're pretty. Uh, pretty livable, you know what I'm saying? Like they're they're you can you can a drink can sweat on the top of them and you're not gonna mess them up. So anyway, they they kind of lived there for a long time and we had like these goofy looking lamps. Well, here maybe a year and a half ago, my grandmother gifted me some uh, some uh, beer barrel looking lamps. I mean, vintage like late '60s barrel looking lamps, and and they look just like Tennessee Kentucky beer barrel. So they're not painted, of course, orange, blue, and white. But again, the sentiment is there, right? Awesome. So they're sitting on this flowery, uh, flowery table like this. It, it's in the shape of like a daisy. No, that's no joke. And I'm sitting here, and I'm like, this is terrible. But you know, you peruse Facebook, you you look you look on different different outlets, and you're like, I don't really want to spend a ton of money to to get this going. So anyway, lo and behold, uh, a family member's moving. Laura inherits her grandmother's side tables, which are just your standard craftsman style, like a rectangle with a shelf, da-da-da. Nice table, but they had they had seen better days. They had been in storage for a long time. They'd actually been in a basement for some time, looks like, because there was mud on them, literal mud. So we get them, and they're white. Well, I literally sand them near to the point of back to wood finish, which if anybody knows me, that time in general, I didn't have. So anyway, I get that done. We paint them gray. We do all this and we do all that. And then I'm like, well, what am I going to do on the tabletop? I mean, it's just gray and gray's fine, like smoky gray, the whole deal. What do I do? Well, I have, Boone, I don't know if this is a thing or if other people do this, but I don't know that I've thrown away a ticket stub ever. Like I have everything. Everyone and I even have ticket stubs of games I didn't go to. All right, the guy Terrasman too. How do you keep them from like bending and? Oh, I mean they're bent. I mean they're not. They're not pristine, and I, I think that somewhat gives some character to them. But you just shove them in the back pocket and coat pocket or whatever. Yeah, wherever I can get them. And then when I get them home, I put them in. Uh, I've got a glass jar, and I, I do that. But uh, y- you know, I've got ticket stubs even like I said from from games i didn't go to there was several times a, a fella that i knew you know were clearing out some things and he had old ticket stubs oh i'll take them oh i'll take them my father-in-law same way he's got ticket stubs from like the 80s and he said i'll you know i'll take them i'll take them you got one of kneeling 
I'll be honest. Those tabletops are legit. I've got one of Neyland on on each on each table. I've got one of Johnny Majors on each table. Peyton, Peyton Reggie White, Reggie White. Oh man, Al Wilson, Peerless Prize, oh. T. Martin, Eric Berry, uh, Billy Ratliff. I got one of him swatting down one in the '98 season. It's cool too because not only have I got I've got games against uh, Notre Dame in there. I've got a game against UCLA. Uh, I've got I've got ticket stubs from the 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 actual uh, or I've got ticket stubs in the room from the actual '98 national championship, and then on the tables I have ticket stubs from the 10 year anniversary season of the national championship and the 20 year anniversary season of the national championship. So Doug, when Atkins, these, when Doug these sports, Atkins is on the table. Too. Oh, when these sports come back and I come over there to watch a game, I'm basically going to go over there and stare at the end table and be reading for like 30 minutes. I'll tell you, and I didn't say this, but this is probably my my greatest compliment of the room. And it's beyond the tables. Oh, and and just to kind of close up the 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 thing. I've done these tables. I've done I've put knobs on the the kitchen cabinets. You ever done that? If you ever you ever have a chance just go jump off a cliff somewhere. <laughs> it's just it's it's so time consuming and tedious because they give you this little like border but getting it exactly the same every time is not working. So you you got to be you got to be all about the business. And and I put on about 40 knobs. But anyway, here's the best compliment I've ever got about my Tennessee room. And and this is like I said, this isn't any kind of a this isn't any like put up, oh Wayne, look what you've done or or anything like that. But it is it's true because I feel it. You can't watch a game. A Tennessee, if you're a Tennessee fan, you watch a game in my Tennessee room. You can't ha- not have hope. And I think that's pretty cool. I mean, because you really look up. If, if Tennessee – I mean, I watched Tennessee beat Kentucky and Lexington in that room. And, you know, there was plenty of times where I should have and probably in my mind did look at myself and go, well, this has been good. Kentucky's probably going to roar back and beat us, but, but it's good. But, you know, I turned my head and there would be Pat Summit. And all her thousand wins when she had it, you know, and, and you know, it's it's kind of chronological. Yeah, that word. It's it's put together, you know, all her wins. And I'm like, well, if she can win all those, surely we can win. I look and Phillips got all these national, you know, these national championship tickets right here. John Ward's sitting over there uh, with his blue towel around his oh, around his neck, and and timeless. you know, and I'm just like scanning the room, and there's nothing in that room that says Tennessee's not really good. Unlike national media, unlike any newspaper you're going to pick up today that has a bunch of but, but then, but back, back then, I've got, I've got three pennants up at the top of, of the TV that's when we beat Alabama and LSU three years in a row. Well, I got an assignment for you. I'm looking at Double Trouble from Tennessee. What's the date on this? February 1976, Sports Illustrated, Ernie and Bernie. Man, if you could find a ticket with that on there. Now, I do have a I do have a Nostalgia. John Ward. In my table, I do have a John Ward ticket stub from Tennessee basketball. 100 years of Tennessee basketball. It's got him and Allen Houston on it. Ooh, pretty, pretty spiff. But anyway, anyway, Boone, we've, we've eat up about half the show just kind of hamming it up. But, but you know, when things are, are not normal – then the shows have to kind of change a little bit. We're going to take our, our first break of the day, listen to these fine sponsors. If you like what you've heard, check out our website, www.thegrindonsports.com. You can get any show we've done from that one location, thegrindonsports.com. 
and uh, and you won't be you won't be disappointed. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, and Google Play Music all in one location. But let's take our first break of the day. Listen to these great sponsors. You're listening to the Grind 100.9 FM, 8:50 a.m. and streaming at wkvl.com. We'll be right back. Hometown alternative to Ordinary Sports Radio, 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, Rocky Top Sports. Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming, but Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948. Or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. Rural Americans are the heartbeat of the nation. Work goes on at our farms, at our factories, and at our homes. Rural King is working hard to keep that heartbeat going by providing the essential items you need to feed your families, your pets and animals, and yes, the nation. We are partnering with the government to ensure Rural King is a clean space for our associates and our customers. So together, we can keep the heartbeat of the nation pumping. God bless you from your friends at Rule King, America's farm and home store. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. At the Blood Partnership, we're working to keep people safe and informed about the recent outbreak of COVID-19, the coronavirus. We know that as members of the community, businesses are experiencing unexpected challenges, and we're committed to providing as much support as possible. Find business and community information on our website at www.bluntchamber.com or search for Blunt Chamber on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This is Wayne Kaiser, host of Rocky Top Sports, sports radio show, The Grind. If you're looking for a way to catch The Grind, not in its normal programming, if you can't make that six to seven hour, check it out online thegrindonsports.com. It's the hub for everything The Grind. We've got Twitter feed, Facebook feed, and of course, SoundCloud. If you miss a show, you don't have to miss it forever. Check it out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com. We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, Rocky Top Sports. And welcome back inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Booner as we grind it out here on a Monday edition of the grind. Boone, we literally, we literally took like 28 minutes to talk about 
<laughs> I mean, really not a lot of a lot of stuff. I mean, we talked about are we smarter than a fifth grader, which I think we've achieved. I think that's a, that's a win. We need to put that down as today's success. So we're allowed to to be on the radio. But well, I mean, I, I don't know that they at this rate beggars can't be choosers. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh talk a little bit. Let's talk a little bit a little kind of snippet subject uh, about we're going to switch up the order here. The the 2020 Professional Basketball Hall of Fame class got announced yesterday and I'll tell you, I, I was I was blown away by this class because, you know, it's one of those things. Things are still happening. Just because we don't have games, just because we don't have, you know, different things going on, uh, sports is still happening. They're still behind-the-scenes business. I mean, you think NFL, they're doing free agency. Uh, you, you talk about this. I mean, this is a, this is a good one. Um, the NBA and the, and the basketball, professional basketball leagues uh, did their – their uh, their their Hall of Fame class announcement uh, for this year. Of course, the headliner is Kobe Bryant. Uh, he he they they waived the the rule where you had to be uh, away from the game for so long, and so posthumously, uh, Kobe Bryant will be inducted into the NBA Hall of Fame or the Professional Basketball uh, Hall of Fame. My re- great regret, Wayne, is we do not get to hear him give a speech well and, and i think that's going to be interesting because I'm, I'm assuming his wife will, will accept for him and, and just that speech of what that's going to look like uh because you, you know it, it just the 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 togetherness that he and his his daughter gianna is going to have in sports and in life and and what have you as they as that memory continues to build um that's going to be part of that and, and yeah I, i'm a I'll be all ears uh, and, and probably watching this thing when when it when it goes down. But uh, you, you know, I think you look at it the the trifecta of once in a lifetime athletes uh, that you can talk about going into the hall at the same time: Kevin Garnett, Kobe Bryant, and Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan, I, I don't know that there's another. He may be the quietest great to ever play basketball. And, and what I mean by that is not his literal quietness, which he was. I mean, he was kind of. I don't want to say introverted, but he was kind of in, inward. But a guy who is was great, went about his business, had one of the greatest coaches in NBA history, had a lot of championships, but yet he is not. I don't know about you. Maybe he is. But when you say, list me the five greatest players to ever play basketball or, or, or even, even five greatest big guys, he doesn't come to my mind. And, and it's not because he's not great. Because, honestly, when somebody goes, what about Tim Duncan? I'm like, oh, Lord. I, yeah, yeah. But is is he not like the, the gentle giant kind of thing where he, he just went about his business? He played to the best of his ability and, and got a lot of success out of it and then has just – he's just kind of slowly moved into coaching. He attracted my attention when he came out of Wake Forest. And you know me. I'm a numbers guy. I just love numbers. And I heard an announcer say he belonged to the 2,000 points club and the 1,500 rebounds club, and there's only five people in the history of the sport that have done that. I thought, man, that that guy's just got double-double written all over him. But you're right, Wayne. He proved that, that you can be quiet and humble. You don't have to – totally opposite of Jordan and Bird – bragging telling you every move they're going to make and we love that but i like someone brave enough to get out there and play the game like he did 
And if you didn't respect him when he first started, when he started knocking out those world championships, you started respecting him. But I just loved the way he played. And uh, I was a big fan, and I just started counting them. And they, they just kept ringing off those world championships. So so here's the – all right, so here's a way that you can you can differentiate. Here's Kobe Bryant, 18-time All-Star, you, you know, five-time NBA champion. Tim Duncan, 15-time All-Star five-time NBA champion uh, it's it, it, he has very similar numbers but you look at this class and it's got Kobe Bryant uh, again going to be recognized posthumously but he was an 18-time all-star 11-time all-NBA first team all-star selection he was the NBA all-star game MVP four times he had five NBA championships he was the 2008 league MVP and the finals MVP two different times he, he famously scored the second most points in a single game with 81, uh, led the NBA in total points for four different seasons, 03, 06, 07, and 08, and ranked fourth on the NBA career points list with 33,643. Uh, often he was a he was kind of an offensive player. If you, if you ask what his prowess was, it would have probably been offense, but Brian was also a nine-time all-defensive player first team 2000 2003 04 and then here's a here's one that you don't see often 06 11 five straight years on the all defensive team you gotta love a guy that's pushing averaging 30 points a game oh and he also won two gold medals with the usa olympic team man you you could get like a, a comic book cover with the plastic and just put one <laughs> sports card of him and you say, well, I'm going to put a bunch of things in here that jump out and grab my attention. Wayne, you'd be up to like 70, and you'd need like five of these these covers. Put I was going to say, it better be an 8 by 10. He, he, People hated him when he first came out, came straight out of high school. And the reason they hated him is he had enough confidence and cockiness to say, I'm, I'm going to be better than Michael Jordan. And then he fell miserably, and they loved it. But then – he totally changed it, started climbing, and uh, pushed it, pushed it, pushed that bar with LeBron and Michael and him. And he won your uh, respect as the years went by. I think so. I think so. And then, you know, him and Shaq, they're, they're always going to be a tandem that you, you remember. I mean, that three-peat, I mean, that was <laughs> that was something that, that you, it was it was very like the, the, the Bulls. It was very much like the Golden State Warriors of the last few years. Uh, so it, it's one of those times that's cemented in, in history. But Tim Duncan, also a player uh, that, that's going to have some big-time recognition, 15-time All-Star, an eight-time member of the All-Defensive team. He had five NBA championships with the Spurs, having earned the MVP of the finals, three of those five championships. Uh, in 02 and 03, he was named the league MVP, and in 1998 he won the NBA's rookie of the year he's the only player in NBA history with a thousand or more wins with one team which he amassed in his 19 years with the Spurs he is ranked in the top 10 for NBA all-time rebounds and blocks and as a college player he earned ACC player of the year at Wake Forest and a unanimous first team All-American in 96 and 97 in 97 he collected the Wooden Naismith Rupp and Oscar Robertson Awards while being named AP College Player of the Year. So uh, talk about heralded 
Man. I mean, that's a, that's a lot. You remember earlier when we said Rogers Hornsby, the great Cardinal guy, had hit 400 one year and then had 40 home runs? Right. Is there any, uh, do you see anything in your research about the number of double-doubles? What's like his, like, totally unbelievable? What I really love is – A thousand wins with one team is a pretty unbelievable number. No one's ever done that? Well, the thing is, is everybody gets traded. I mean, LeBron is probably pushing those numbers, but it's with – three different franchises now you know even even probably in those six seasons those great years with the bulls he had great numbers but he he probably had a thousand wins but he eclipsed it probably with the wizards talking about jordan you you know what i'm saying and and so i I think the only person that probably had the opportunity was kobe uh, and he just didn't get there Uh, but but you're not going to find you're not going to find a player that sticks with the same team for for an entire career Unless Steph Curry does it. I mean, I really think – I'm thinking across my mind, I don't know of another great that is still with the team that drafted him, let alone uh, having greatness while he was there. A lot of people are satisfied with being the all-defensive team twice. Money. And he did it how many times? I think he did it 11 times. Oh, my gosh. No, eight times. Eight times. I'm sorry. Hey, if, but, he, if he's not in the top five, he he should be six. Well, I, I I don't think it was hard to check his box in this uh, in this ballot. I can say that Kevin Garnett, fifteen time NBA All Star, uh, ninety seven, ninety eight, and then eleven straight years from two thousand to two thousand eleven, and then missed twelve, and then got back on there in twenty thirteen. He was a two thousand eight NBA champion with the Boston Celtics, widely regarded uh, for his passion and intensity. A nine-time NBA All-Defensive first-team selection. Uh, He led the league in rebounds for four consecutive seasons and was named Defensive Player of the Year in 2008. He played for the Minnesota Timberwolves in 2004 as he led the league in total points, field goals made, and total rebounds and earned the NBA League MVP. He's ranked ninth in NBA's all-time leaders for rebounds. And then with USA Basketball, he earned a gold medal in the year 2000, he played 21 NBA seasons and currently ranks fourth all-time in total minutes played. He played 50,418 minutes in a career. That's a that's a little bit. Oh yeah, that's that's a that's a few that's a few games. That's pounding the pavement. 21 years. I was always a a big Celtics fan because of Bird and. Uh, Garnett was another reason for me to hang on to that, really loving the Celtics. This is a really strong class, and we haven't even gotten to uh, to the ladies. A couple yeah, of, of females in there that really impressed it. Also, to 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 the end, the uh, the men's side of the the the, the conversation. Rudy Tomjanovich, uh, as a coach, will go into the NBA Hall of Fame. Tomjanovich uh, spent 34 consecutive seasons with the Houston Rockets organization as a player. Assistant coach and head coach from 1970 to 2003. Uh, He was named the Sporting News NBA Coach of the Year in 93. He's the only person in NBA history to score 10,000 points as a player and win 500 games and two championships as a coach. Tom Jonovich led the Rockets to NBA championships in 94 and 95 and is one of three coaches to win an NBA championship and an Olympic gold medal. He led USA Basketball to gold in 2000 in the Sydney Olympics. So 10,000 points, 500 wins. Uh, that's a, 
again, this is a class that has feats that shall not be touched for a while. Something went on him, uh, either got slugged in the face or broke a nose. It, it escapes my memory, but... Uh, I'd say that that won't make it on the plaque, but No, no. <laughs> I was. I remember when it made the headlines, though. But Yeah, uh, he was a big, tall rebounder, tough old guy. Played uh, when Don Nelson played with the Celtics. I always had trouble pronouncing his name. Tom Janovich. Uh on the women's side of things, it's it's a different look, and and there's a lot of great names on here as well, and and one has a little orange flavor. Of course, that's why we're we're going to start with her, Tamika Catchings. Uh, as a player, she's going to go into the hall. Catchings is a ten-time WNBA All Star. O two, o three, o five, o six, o seven, two thousand nine, eleven, thirteen, fourteen, and fifteen. A four-time Olympic gold gold medalist. 2004, 2008, 12, and 16. And then has also, after winning her NBA, MB, WNBA MVP in 2011, she led the Indiana Fever to a championship in 2012, collecting the MVP honors. She played her entire 14-year WNBA career with Indiana and was named the uh, WNBA Defensive Player of the Year Five different times, 05, 06, 2009, 10, and 12, and Rookie of the Year in 2002. As the the WNBA all-time steals leader, Catchings was named a member of the top 20 players in the league's 20-year history in 2016. And here's where it gets – it connects the dots. It said, with Pat Summit's Lady Vols, Catchings won a national championship in 1998 and was named a four-time – Kodak first team All American 98, 99, 2000, and 2001, as well as Consensus National Player of the Year in the year 2000. So she had a great college career, led and followed um, by a great professional career. Uh, I'll tell you, she uh, she was a great player on the court, and really, uh, she was known as as one of the Meeks. You remember, uh, you know, when it was it was. Shamiqua Holesclaw, Tamika Catchings, and Samika Randall. I mean, it was it was a dynamic trio, and y- you were like, "Well, who's the great one?" You, you know what I'm saying? Like, Holdsclaw. was it was it Holesclaw? Was it Catchings? Was it was it Randall? And they all did their great things. And yeah, I think they complimented Shamiqua Holesclaw at Tennessee, but then Catchings went on to a professional career that's unlike what anybody's done. I mean, she's up there in that in that conversation with the Diana Taurasi's, with the the Rebecca oh. Lobos. The yeah. you know, those those names that that unfortunately have come from Yukon, the Candace Parkers. Let's put a Tennessee ring to it. Uh Candace Parker and then Tamika Catchings. All those are going to be going down as greats in WNBA history and now Tamika Catchings a Hall of Famer. She said three things that really caught my attention. Uh she said she could Apparently, the nickname that Coach Summit had for her was Catch. She said, I could still hear that country drawl. If she was alive today, she would say, Catch, I am so proud of you. Wayno, well, the other thing is at age three, she was diagnosed with hearing impairment and speech impediments. She had plenty of excuses just to say, everybody's against me. I hate people making fun of me. The biggest thing was her sharpening her other senses and making up and just getting better and better. But uh, so impressive. The uh, five-time defensive player of the year, that gets your attention. 
and uh, she started this uh, count. Uh, what was it called? Her uh, Catch the Stars Foundation. Mm. She she did it all. Just uh, she. Oh, the other thing I was trying to think of, Wayne, is she said they would practice, and most of the time it brought blood. And practice was so rough when we finally got to our weekly opponents. It was easy compared to our practices. Well, and I, I think that's that's a that's a, a situation gone by because you can't do that. Anymore. No, you can't do that. So, uh, the two other ladies that are going to go into the Hall of Fame: Kim Mulkey as a coach and Barbara Stevens as a coach. Mulkey has led the Baylor Bears to three national championships: 05, 2012, and 2019, and ranks third all time among head coaches in winning percentage. In 2012, Mulkey was named the Consensus National College Coach of the Year, earning the Naismith Coach of the Year, Associated Press College Coach of the Year, and and WBCA National Coach of the Year, as well as USBWA National Coach of the Year. As a head coach at Baylor since 2000, she has guided her team to 17 NCAA tournament appearances, 13 Sweet 16s, 8 Elite 8s, and 4 Final 4s. Her Baylor squad has won 10 Big 12 regular season championships, 10 Big 12 tournament championships, and has uh, been Big 12 Coach of the Year seven times. Mulkey's the first person, male or female, to win a national championship as a player, assistant coach, and head coach. So, I love those first. I'm just a big fan of them. Hey, you give me uh... – Give me Mulkey playing Connecticut. I want her to win every time. Give me Muffet McGraw playing Connecticut. I want her to win every time. I want her to end up with more wins than uh, Big Gino. Big Gino. Well, I mean, she's she's got a, a pretty nice trajectory. I'll tell her her uh, her road to winning got a little tougher there yesterday. Did you see a, a hire that was made by Texas? I did not. Uh, Texas stole away Brent Schaefer, or not Brent Schaefer. Uh, Vic Schaefer, Brent Schaefer played football at Tennessee. Tennessee quarterback. Uh, Vic Schaefer, they stole Vic Schaefer away from Mississippi State. So that's a huge hire for Texas and a huge hire for uh, the Big 12. And maybe our game against Mississippi State's a little bit less tough. Well, we're going to see who they who they hire. I mean, I think that's that's how the game goes now. It's 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 a matter of whether they can swing heavy and get a big-time coach, which I, I don't expect, honestly, not at this time. But uh, – Nonetheless, uh, Kim Mulkey goes into the Hall of Fame as a coach. Uh, Barbara Stevens coaching in the collegiate ranks for over 40 years. Stevens is the fifth coach in NCAA women's basketball history to reach 1,000 career wins. She's been named the Russell Athletic WBCA Division II Coach of the Year five times and Northeast 10 Coach of the Year 15 times. As the head coach of Bentley University since 1986, she has guided her her team to 22-25 win seasons and 10 trips to the Division II Fab Four, including a national championship in 2014. Stevens has been inducted into the New England Basketball Hall of Fame and Women's Basketball Hall of Fame and now is in the overall Basketball Hall of Fame. She's uh, she's done it at the Division II level, but nonetheless, you talk about 1,000 wins, you talk about a total of uh, – of 20 coach of the year honors over a uh, over a 40 year period uh, that means half the time you were the best in your conference i mean that's that's a pretty big statement uh even at the division two level and now that you're in 
the New England Basketball Hall of Fame, which I don't know much about, nor given my Patriot hate, uh, care much about. But uh, she's in the Women's Basketball Hall of Fame right here in Knoxville in 2006, and then here in 2020, uh, she'll go into the the overall basketball uh, Hall of Fame. Have so, you ever gone to the Tennessee Basketball Hall of Fame? The the ladies, yeah, yeah. You call it the Tennessee Basketball Hall of Fame, but it's really Women's. for everybody. It's really for the world. I have not. I have not. That's on my bucket list. We should go together. We should go. Like uh, maybe not today because I think they're closed. But uh, we should go one day. But no, I uh, I've always heard that you go in there and you're expecting a lot of alls because it's in Knoxville, right? And you go in there and there is there's there's a lot of Tarasi, there's a lot of Lobo, there's a Kim, Kim Mulkey and stuff like that. And you really kind of get taken back. You're like, this is in Knoxville, but we've got to understand it's for the it's for the entire women's basketball side of things. You know what I'm saying? So it is a different look on it. But, uh, but Boone, uh, you know, it's one of those deals where we have sat here and we have chewed up uh, another big portion of, of today's show. But I, I think the two topics we talked about were, were really interesting and really fun. Uh, one that we had on the docket, and we can we can talk a little bit about it, uh, and, and maybe Jeff and I will pick it up again tomorrow. Uh, President Trump met with the uh, with the the commissioners of the major league sports uh, over the weekend. Didn't meet with them, but did, had a teleconference. Uh, and, and word coming out of that was is that that you know again there's still some some open doors right. But uh, he gave the the word or the the inclination uh, that the NFL season would not be delayed. I think that's a that's a good. Uh, maybe margin. That's a that's a hopeful discussion. I think I, I don't know that he can say that yet, uh, but I think at this rate he he's feeling pretty good. If he would be willing to say that in a, in a teleconference, because you know his everything he goes over is is of course uh, super uh, judged. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. So uh, I, I think he's he's got to feel confident enough to say that, and that's that's a positive. But I was I was saying on the on the way here this morning, you know, I uh, I was talking to my dad yesterday, and I said, you know, he said, are you are you working this week? And I said, well, kinda. I said I'm working a couple of days trying to get some things knocked out, what have you. He said, well, how how long you been off? And 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 to me, it seems like I've been been off for like a month or more. You know, it just seems like it's been forever. And I looked back and I was like, yeah, my last day at work was the, the 18th. And I, I went, that's just like three weeks. I mean, it may be the longest three weeks of my life. Mm-hmm. But it's just been three weeks is what I'm getting at. So if we if we have turned a corner or flattened a curve or done anything with this last three weeks and, and, it, and it salvages what is summer what is you know sports in the fall? What is all of these things that we are trying to 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 garner and holster and and, and try to get get over? Uh, I think it's going to be worth it. But I I like that that he was willing to to kind of give a state of the union to to those who are trying to make plans. And, and I think that's yeah. that's on his business side smart. Uh, that that's where he he kind of excels. That's where he's going to pull up. Part of his job requirements is to create optimism, to remind people of hope, and also to kind of give us a reality check. So we're hovering here close to April the 4th. March the 4th, I know there were 11 cases in the United States, or excuse me, in New York. 
Do you hey, know how many they had Saturday? Uh, in New York, the yeah. United States, or New York? Oh, it was it was bloody murder in 24 hours. I remember they lost like between 600 and 650 lives. Well, this wasn't like a like a death toll. You know how many new cases they had Saturday? This was this was what Laura told me. Um, go ahead and tell. It's me. gonna blow your mind. Ten thousand in in one day. One day. The speed of this thing is going. Like there were eleven cases in March fourth, April the fourth. There are hundred and thirteen thousand. So I think President Trump is thinking, you know what? We're kind of speeding toward that curve and that apex where it starts changing. Well, I'll tell you, even even the state of Tennessee, you know, we had gotten to a place where every day we were gaining like five hundred cases. Well, from Saturday to Sunday, I think we only gained like two hundred and eleven cases or something, and that's still a lot in, in a ninety-five county state. That's still that's still more than you would ever want. But I will say this: I will say this: it's less. It's it's a you know, and Italy's looking at at their at their change in that in that regard. They're looking at it in that level as as yes, we are getting new cases, which with the uh, with the uh, the what do you call it the incubation period of this disease, they got it 14 days ago. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think every time we get a case that starts a new 14 day window. But if that number is declining, and I hope that continues to do that, uh, we're we're in in better shape. I mean, you look at this state, and I've, I've said it before, and I'll continue to. There's about four or five counties that are driving this thing. Knox County just over the weekend crossed a hundred cases, but there's places like Shelby County, Sumner County, Memphis, Davidson County, Nashville area uh, that's. Uh, that are that are in the five and six hundred cases range. So what's what's weird, Wayne, is uh, the uh, the predictions. I mean, the biggest requirement for WWF, the guys are, are labeled successful if they can create a major reaction from the crowd or the audience. Everybody, oh, you mean the WWE? Yeah. I was like, what's the World Wildlife Federation got to do with this? But the we're trying to figure out what to do with the people if the people aren't going to be there. Well, here's the thing. It's what I've said from the beginning. Take care of you and yours, and we'll be just fine. You know, take care of yours, be safe, help those you can, and uh, and stay away from those you can't. But uh, if you're on your way to work or on your way home, take care, be safe, and yes, grind on. Listen to these fine sponsors as we head to the top of the hour. Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming. But Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948. Or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work? Or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. 